A very good evening from everyone at FR. I hope you've had a fantastic week and thank you very much for joining us. It only seems like a week ago we were stood in front of a live crowd talking about the start of the domestic campaign. And here we are for the next however long we're streaming for about to talk about the start of our domestic league campaign again. Um, can't, still can't believe the events of last weekend, but uh, at least we've played since and we've got a review of Tuesday a preview of Saturday and a few other things besides, um, starting with today's intro video, which might have a slightly different look. Let us know your thoughts, please. love to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, we have got a strong panel of which you've just seen a, a fair few, well, all of their intros, in fact. Uh, let's start with a man who is very much dressed to impress tonight, uh, a man who is very keen to share off, uh, show off, I should say, his attire. Good evening, Nick. Yeah, evening, Fifey. Man, that that was absolute quality. I mean, it. It. Uh, I've got the shirt, which is quality, the intro, quality. We don't need to do any more tonight. What that's else do it. you need? Thanks for joining that is, us. That's it. Yeah. God, we've got something to... Why do you keep doing this, Fife? You raise the bar all the time. I would love to say it was me, but that's uh, that's none of my own work. Um, <laughs> I merely supplied the pictures. Well, you did a good job. Whoever done it is uh, needs a pat on the back. It was quality. Full credit. Or it is quality. Well. All credit to one of our own that was all craig's hard work yeah spot on craig you did a stonking job there love it absolutely love it h the duck gone straight in on twitter good evening saying loving the new intro thank you very much we've got rob uh in the youtube chat class intro that thank you very much we've got steve as well uh saying like the new intro fifey thank you very much appreciate it um what another one of our favorites um before you think i've forgotten Another one of our favourites, as in Young Joe, has uh, provided today's intro question. Um, and as always, it is some sort of uh, food or beverage based. And you might remember, Nick, it was very popular a couple of weeks ago. We did the things you could say at a takeaway and join oh. sex intro. <laughs> well, Joe's found another one that she'd like to know the thoughts of tonight's panel. Um, and she's asked me to put forward something you can say during sex, but also while making a cup of tea. So I'll give you time to think about it while I introduce the rest of the panel. Um, Mish, uh, good evening. I hope you're well. Love the new intro. It's lush. Happy anniversary, Nick. Hope you had a lovely evening. Yes, I hope uh, everyone Cheers, has Mish. seen the picture Nick has shared. It is 
uh, lovely. Um, <laughs> Let's uh, let's welcome another young man to the panel. He is uh, probably feeling the effects of his day today because he has been putting in the steps. That is for sure. Good evening, Ben. Hello, boys. Can I just say that intro is absolutely fantastic, Craig. You're a genius. We've got to live up to that now because that's a yeah. top drawer intro, and now we've got to follow up with a good show. Um, but yeah, brilliant. I've not seen that before. I was taking, I'm no, blown no, away with that. I was bopping along as well to the song. It was lovely. We, uh, we were loving it. it. We kept it uh, a secret from everyone so that you could all enjoy it for the first time this evening. Yeah, um, no. Ben, make sure you get thinking for the intro question. I'll be coming back to you in just a moment. I've already thought. I've already got it. Oh, lovely. Oh, go on then. Start us off. Love a double dip. Nice. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> and that has, got, that has got the guys waiting in the lobby laughing. Uh, Nick, have you got one for us yet? No, not yet. Okay, keep thinking. Give me time. I'm an oldie. I'm, Give me time. I've got to think, I, I, I got to think what um, this sex thing is as well. <laughs> so have I. Very much so. Uh, let's welcome someone else uh, to the panel. Good evening, Woody. Good evening. Good evening. Um, what a lovely intro that was. That was absolute class, that was. Um, I think very um, befitting to how quickly we've moved along um, in terms of looking at the technology used in that intro as well. And and one show has a graphic as well. One show has a graphic, yes. One show has a graphic, um, or one bid, as he's now called. One bid. One bid is all it takes. Nice one, Woody. <laughs> And uh, happy anniversary, Nick. Uh, big yeah, one. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Had a good day oh, today. Oh, yes, I forgot. Happy anniversary. Yeah, good yeah. job. Had a good day. Good. Uh, Woody, have you got one for the intro question prepared yet, or are you still thinking? Um, I'm just going to go really old school teenager and go, got milk? <laughs> very, very good. <laughs> nice. I, I got one now, Fifey. Go on then, Nick. If I leave it in too long, will it go soggy? <laughs> <laughs> biscuit, well, someone about biscuits. Yeah, yeah. biscuits. yeah, yeah biscuits. Lost your crumbs with this one. <laughs> uh, good evening, Shah, who has uh, got in touch on Twitter very kindly, has shared the, the link to tonight's episode and uh, said, please watch and subscribe. Great channel and brilliant guys. Appreciate uh, your sharing and your kind comments as always. Um, speaking of uh, one more, I have one more panelist waiting, and I'm sure he has a pun at the ready. He is the title feature of tonight's picture. If you've managed to get the stream on Facebook or YouTube, for whatever reason, it doesn't show it on Twitter. Good evening, Friday night, Joe. Good evening, boys. How are we? Very well, thank you. Yourself? Um, no, I've been ill all week. I think uh, getting wet at Colchester last Saturday didn't do me any favours at all, and uh, I don't I've had, I've had the learning. I've had the week, so if I start coughing and sneezing, I'll apologise. We will certainly let you off. It's a delight to have you here, sir. Um, before I ask you if you do have a pun at the ready, um, how do you feel about being one of our new all-time favourite pictures, and even instantly made it into the new title graphic? <laughs> I mean, I thought the I thought the one with Woody running was going to get a lot of use, but I think mine. Oh, uh, that was brilliant! The timing, but that is, <laughs> that is that uh, is it's it Tony? What's his name? Soprano. That's just yeah. is Tony. I love it. I honestly love that look. 
I was just trying to help Jack in a quiz, being discreet. Look like I'm trying to murder someone. It, does, it looks like that he's going to expect a horse's head in his bed tonight. <laughs> oh dear me! Sorry to any young children that have seen that photo. <laughs> evening, Thomas. Who says good evening, everyone? Brilliant intro. As for the intro question, I'm going for: Do you like it strong? Ooh, good one. Got one prepared, Joe? Well, I was just thinking about uh, checking the sale by date because it's all gone a bit stale. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's Dale thanking Nick for his efforts with the sign-away shirt from the auction. That appears to be all received. Thank you very much. Uh, thank and you, Dale, for your support. It's, uh, it's appreciated. Hope you enjoy the shirt. And there's Joe simply saying... Hiya, Joe. Uh, let's get straight on with tonight's discussion. Um, and uh, I think it's only right that we, we start with Tuesday, you know, the, the season opener away at Peterborough, as it turned out to be. Um, I, was, uh, I was in attendance and as we've maybe mentioned once or twice, I seem to have gathered a, a bit of a, a reputation this summer particularly of being somewhat negative, which I think is a bit harsh, a bit harsh. Um, but uh, before I give my take on on what I saw at the ground, uh, does anyone want to to offer their thoughts on what they heard on the radio, things they, they've uh, they've read since, any interpretations of, of what you think? I know, Ben, you were very active in the WhatsApp. Yeah, I was, well, I, I was listening on the radio to it, and um, and I, I was just borrowing the, 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 how the game went. Of the graphics and 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 just in that we were creating anything and and how it was looking, and for an opening game uh, against not a full strength posh team but a reasonably strong one, they probably weren't going at it like it was a league game. Let's be perfectly honest; we can't totally judge our season on that one game. But as an opener for us, it was a reasonably good performance. We we held our own, we created chances, and we looked good. It's going to be a bit rusty in places, and I think the first goal was down to that a little bit. But it's a good foundation. It's a good platform where you're left feeling that was right. Actually, that wasn't. You know, it it it. When the draw was made, we're thinking, "Oh, we get murdered." Um, and there was that fear going into the game. And I think Nick posted up in the seventy-two. I think Darren Ferguson said they win comfortably or something like that. And um, yeah. Uh, so it's uh. It's uh, it, it it was good that we we, we put in a show and, and and we go into Saturday now with a little bit of confidence and probably just a little bit of momentum. So in that respect, it was quite good. The bad news is we lost again <laughs> on the first round of the League Cup, which must also be noted that we didn't go through again. So you know we we can't build bells and whistles. And brilliant, we lost, but um, yes. it, it, there, 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 there there is foundation there to move on and encouragement. Yes, it appears Peterborough didn't read our roadmap where it said we'd be going on cup runs. Uh, yeah. Joe, oh, well, yeah. any, uh, any, any thoughts from you? Uh, no, I, mean, I, I just remember, I, I mean, I was at work on Tuesday, so I couldn't follow the game at all. And I remember like, like my, my break on at work is 9.30. And I was thinking, I'm going to check my phone and we're going to be 4 or 5 nil down. Thank you very much all over. And, uh, it, you know, I remember sort of thinking, oh, it's one all, that's pretty good. And then I was sort of looking at the, at the uh, the stats and you know we've had a fair amount of shots and and things on it you know I haven't I haven't read I've obviously read the match reports and things but I haven't sort of seen too much stuff about it but most things I've seen have been pretty positive and I mean yeah I mean you know I think Kinsella's dived in a bit for the goal and 
you know, maybe a little lack of concentration, but that's going to come in the early games of the season. So, especially from a player that's not been with us all pre-season. So, yeah, I mean, basically what Ben said, it's, it's positive, even though we've lost the game, obviously, ultimately on penalties, but it's a positive result in the ninth minute. Yeah. Away, away from home, lower leagues, uh, higher league side. Um, hopefully that'll give them a bit of confidence going into, into, Saturday, into tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Woody? Sorry, my mouse wasn't responding when I was trying to scroll to mute. Um, yeah, I, th- I, I agree pretty much with what the guy said. I know that you might say otherwise about the performance, Fife. I think your text started off relatively negative about our performance, and then uh, mm. it seemed to they seemed to be a bit more content as we as we went on. Um, but I think, um, you know, o- overall, I think well, according to the statos, um, Peterborough made two changes to the team that beat Reading. Um, so, you know, that's, you know, arguably nearly a full strength Peterborough side. I know uh, they might not have been playing at their best, but I don't always buy into the fact that they might not go in. Every player goes in to try and win a match. They just go in with try to avoid an injury. Um, but yeah, it sounded like we went for it. it sound, I mean, the stats show we, we went for it, whether they are a true reflection of the game or not. Um, but stats don't win your games. We learned that over the last few managers. So, um, but we're obviously out of the cup. It would have been nice to upset a team in the in, in thing. Uh, I, if I think if there's one cup, and I care about all competitions, but if there's one cup I actually don't care about, it's the Carabao Cup um, because I think that's the one that's not going to give us a Wembley trip and not going to give us much money. Um, yeah. I, I actually would rather see us succeed in the J, uh, JPT or whatever it's called now, um, PJT hey, G- or PJT PG Tips Cup. Um, and this, um, yeah, I'd rather see us because we well, there's a potential Wembley date with that one. So, whereas with the Carabao Cup, it's realistically it's not going to happen. Um, and the FA Cup obviously is the, is the most romantic competition in the world, so um, that's always one of my favorites. But, um, it sounded like I listened to Flynn, he sounds relatively positive. He said that he would argue that in some cases, well, he was basically trying to say he thought we were the better team at some in some cases, but um. To take a cha- uh, to take a League One side who are pushing for promotion all the way to to ninety minutes or one hundred and ten minutes or whatever was played nowadays, um, you know I think it's a positive, but the proof will only be on Saturday. Uh, well, tomorrow, yeah. um, if if we go ahead and lose tomorrow again, it means that it doesn't matter how good we were on Tuesday. Like Ben mm-hmm. said, the foundations are there. The foundations of having a good performance are there. So the two positive things for me are the performance evidently was good and we didn't pick up any injuries. Um, mm. and, that, and that was the key thing. Whilst our squad, although there's talking that there's over 20 in the squad now, we're still thin on quality. So yeah. I think that's the biggest bonus is the fact Flynn was able to play a good strength side or his best strength side um, and not walk out of any injuries. Mm. Uh, Nick, yourself, any thoughts? Yeah, actually, the most pleasing thing for me was in, in looking at what happened pre-season. Um, we used all five subs and we didn't lose the game. It, oh. and, and obviously, we do need to strengthen the squad, but that was a massive positive, positive for me um, because we have got players that can come in and do a job, which is obviously what they did on Tuesday night. I mean, obviously, yourself, Fife, you can give us more detail on, on how they played and you know what they did, but um, to bring five five subs on and and still keep 
the League One side at bay. I, I was fearful, sort of following it on on Twitter and the like. That you know, as soon as they started putting the subs on, I thought, hey, here we go. Um, we're going to you know, concede a late goal, get beat two or three one. Um, but yeah, that's the pleasing thing for me, and and for all the plaudits of the way we played, it's what we've seen already, what we saw against Plymouth. It seems it's high press, a high energy. We do that in League Two, and we should be okay. Yeah, um, I agree with pretty much everything you guys have said. Um, Woody's right. I think when it came to the the halftime sort of analysis of it, um, what Ben was was posting in the WhatsApp group isn't necessarily the same interpretation I had of watching it. Uh, I know that, uh, the bear. I know that uh, <laughs> we brought up a different. Uh, uh, a betting app that was doing the obviously the live stats and and it seemed to reflect more what we both thought we were we were watching compared to what Ben had. Um, when it when I was reflecting on it, and I'm going to start because people assume that I don't do these things, even though I keep telling them that I do. I'm going to put my hands up and say that I got something wrong. Kind of. Um, first half, I said in no uncertain terms. To, to you guys in the chat and uh, and the people that I was there with, I was very, very disappointed in Bruit. I thought he was terrible in the first half. He got he was out of position. He was diving in, not winning the ball. He wasn't winning headers. Almost everything Bruit did in the first half, in my opinion, was of poor quality. And and summed up why whenever I posted the graphic on our socials, he's always he's never been a starting centre back. Within about 10 minutes of the second half, I said to all of you guys, he is like a different animal in the second half. He was winning absolutely everything. And credit to him because, you know, I, I, I probably slandered him more than anybody. The second half, he was very, very impressive. Barring one moment, I think, he won absolutely everything in that, uh, in that second half. So fair play to him. I'm, uh, that's where I'm going to start. Uh, on reflection, the first half, I said to you guys that I was, I was a bit frustrated because I could see the patterns of play, and I said between the halfway line and the Peterborough penalty box, we looked good. That midfield moving into the attacking phase, we looked good. We didn't look good in their penalty box, and we didn't look good from the halfway line back to our goal, in my opinion. Um, we, we certainly did sort that out. And like this is where this is where the stats and things do annoy me at times because I think uh, you po you posted at one point, Ben, how many shots we'd had. And I said, well, what what classifies as a shot these days? Because we certainly haven't had as many as, as that particular app was suggesting. Uh, we were we looked very good, we looked tidy on the ball, we looked like we had an idea of what we we're trying to do, but we we weren't creating anything at all in that first half, really. Our only few shots of any note were sort of outside of the area, really, and one header from a set piece, In my, again, in my opinion. Um, second half uh, was a different matter. We, I actually felt like when we were attacking, we could score. Um, I, I, th I thought the goal was really well taken uh, for Hepburn Murphy, of course. Um, the penalties, by the way, are arguably the worst penalties I've ever seen taken live in person. That they were they were a shocking standard, and what was really annoying for me about that was um, I think it was uh, Clark Clark. Um, what's the striker that came on for Peterborough? 
Clark Harris. Harris. Yeah, I believe yeah. he took their first one. And um, if if you get a chance to see it, that is the that is the guidebook of how to take a penalty. And we went from that yeah. to Blake Tracy rolling it onto the post. Oh, and that awful. just set that the penalty. tone. Oh, um, awful penalty. Um, but yeah, second half, we we looked really good. When it came to, and, and I, I completely get your point on the substitutions, Nick, it, it was refreshing to see that it didn't have an adverse effect and you started to see the depth might be there a little bit. Um, I did say to you guys, I didn't fully understand some of the subs because at one point it looked like we were playing four at the back, but all four of them were centre-backs. And I was like, are we shutting up shop going for better? I didn't really understand what was going on, but I do also know he was going for minutes. Um the performance as a whole, I was left me a lot more optimistic for the league season. Um, I, I, I said some of the same comments. If we play similar to that against most teams in League Two, we will do. Uh, we will be. Uh, we will be fine. We will do well. Can we play like that? We'll we'll have to wait and see. Um, I would like to highlight Kinsella. I thought he was very very good. Okay. Um, I. I can't wait to see Kemp again was was impressive uh, in patches. And I think those two with McEachran could be a very, very good midfield. I was I'm still very much on the fence with Khan. He, for every he the thing is that game showcased everything about him because he did some sublime stuff <laughs> and some ridiculous stuff. And at one point I could see it coming and I'd already put my head in my hands thinking he was getting sent off. Now thankfully he pulled out the challenge. But I was like, oh, no, here we go. Um, I would, if I was to... I mean, I've made the statement before that I think if he stays fit, RHM is our 20-goal-a-season striker this year. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I stick by that. Um, but if you're looking for a for a dark horse of who I think the fans are going to really take to, in a li in his little cameo appearance, I thought Young looked very, very good. I, mm. I think he, he could be a good player for us this year. Um, so, yeah, lots of positives. Uh, certainly not the finished article yet. Um, bit for the the main frustration, other than the standard of our penalties, because people got misconstrued when I said I was a little bit frustrated on my personal socials, is Peterborough were there to be beaten, and we could and probably should have beaten them in ninety minutes, and we let them get away with it on penalties, unfortunately. But that's just that's just my opinion on what I saw. But ultimately, for someone who has been told that he's too negative, etc., for over the course of the summer, that game has reassured me that there is a bit of talent in the team. There is an idea, and there is something we can work on. Um, I would be interested to see because I, I, I mentioned to you guys in the chat. At everyone was discussing what the tactics were, and, and I'd be interested to see if we stick with this three-three-four formation that we seem to be playing against Peterborough because Hutton and Tarek have no no inclination to defend at all. <laughs> they have they, they were literally playing further forward than Austin and RHM most of the time, uh, stretching the defence. Obviously, uh, love it. But that's something I'm. I'm it's going to be forward. exciting then. I hope so. Do you know, I, I can't. I kind of quite like that. <laughs> I kind of quite like that. Yeah. Um, it'd be good away from home when we're at nice big open games. Um, I think if Kemp had scored just after uh, Hepburn Murphy did, because he was put through on goal, wasn't he? And if he got I, that I, right... I, I instantly messaged you lot. I said, I don't know how he's hmm. missed. If, if, if he put that in, I thought we probably would have gone on to win the game. But 
uh, it just wasn't to be. But it's encouraging that we we were creating chances and we've got players that can do it. So it's it again. You can't. It's the first round of the League Cup, so you can't get overexcited. But it's it, it was good to see because it was better than what we all expected. So it, it was good. Ben, stop being balanced. Christ's sake. <laughs> I'm trying what to be. I'm, I'm trying to be like HMS Pistol League, but I, look, I've been accused of being such, like Fifey, accused of being absolutely negative. I've been accused of being this big, old, like, happy Uber clapping. positive. Yeah, yeah uber it. positive. Do so it. So let's, let's, no, let's keep our feet on the ground. And when we be crew 5 0, then we're pissing the league. <laughs> well, let's. Uh... Let's move on to uh, to tomorrow. Um, first home game of the season, first league game of the season. Um, I am fairly sure three, if not all four of you, will be in attendance on the day. Yep. Um, yep. So let's uh, let's start in the top corner as I'm looking at it, Joe. Um, what following on from my review of Tuesday? What are you hoping to see from Swindon? Uh, three points. Yeah. To, to, to be honest, the way the way I see League Two is, I don't care how we play football as long as yeah. we win games. Yep. Um, yeah, and I, I'm the same as you. You know, before Colchester, I was not very optimistic. A couple of signings. after what you saw at Colchester, though, you were a lot more yeah. optimistic. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> But you know, a couple of signings and a de- and, and what seems like a decent performance at Peterborough has given me a bit more confidence. So um, I'm interested to see Crew because they've they've gone a slightly different way this year. They've brought in a few more experienced players, and um, you know they've always been a sort of good bit like us, really a good football inside, but perhaps a bit on the young side. And you know this year they've they've brought two or three players in that are, are sort of good experienced players in League Two. So I'm interested to see you know, how they'll compare to, to normal. Um, but it, look, at the end of the day, if we want to be doing well in League Two, this sort of game we've got to be winning. So, so yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's gotta be it's gotta be a win really tomorrow for me. Uh, just before I throw it over to the rest of the lads, it's great to see that Claire's been able to join us tonight. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, Claire's been in Twitter jail because we all know how controversial she is. <laughs> what did she say? <laughs> um, <laughs> Technically, Ben, she said nothing. <laughs> she replied with two emojis to a tweet and got put in Twitter jail. So, with two emojis? Emojis set up by emojis. Twitter that she used and got jailed for it. My word. Mask, what are you doing? Mask, you balance. What are you doing? If Claire can end up in Twitter jail, anyone can. It's all anyone can. They're all in trouble. Isn't it? Oh, dear. I'm sure she'll be uh, back uh, spreading positivity on all of our timelines just as soon as Elon Musk finishes training for a cage fight with Mark Zuckerberg. Um, You'll get battered, by the way. (laughs) Nick, um, what are you... You were on the the positive train through pre-season, particularly after Plymouth. Um, You're even more positive now after the review of Peterborough. Are you going in with a... More than just a hope of Swindon winning? Yeah, yeah I, I am. Um, crew are always one of those sides, you, you don't really know what you're going to get. They're, they're never really challenging for the top. They're probably unlikely to be right down the bottom. 
Um, they, so they are the know, epitome of meh. Yeah, but you catch them on a good day, and it's going to be a, a, a tough game. But what I would say is what I'm looking forward to is the style of football that we push out on the county ground. And and if that's uh, – what, what did you say it was? A uh, uh, – a three three four a three, was three, it? Four, yeah. I mean, if we do three three four, um, forget gunning, mate. This this is Flynn, and I will be more than happy. Three three four, and let's bang a few in. Especially on back in the town end, so let's have a few goals up the town end. Forget about Stratton Bank, town end. That's where we want the goals coming in. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Ball out or town end. It has to be. I can't see that far. Bloody Stratton Bank. Who scored? <laughs> Who scored? <laughs> I couldn't so see. It's actually interesting you bring that. That that was something that got asked at Peterborough. So they only had the two main stands open. They didn't have the two yeah. end stands open. Which fine, fair enough for the the attendance that was going to be there. But Peterborough took the decision. Uh, they won the toss and chose to swap the team around, even though there was no fans behind either goal. And people just turned around saying, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what, Nick? I agree about the 3-3-4, if that's how we're going to play. The, uh, the only thing, for, again, and we've got to... We got to um, realise that it was only the first game and they didn't get to play yeah. at the weekend. The only slight negative for me playing the 3-3-4, other than the wing-backs not defending, is uh, we seemed quite ponderous. Um, not like we didn't know what we were doing, just very slow moving the ball. And we've got players mm -hmm. more capable than that. So if we're going to play this this sort of formation, I, want, I would prefer them to move the ball a bit quicker. Uh, yeah. But that would be my only... Uh, my only sort of critique on the on the formation from a tactical side. Um, yeah, I guess it's going to take a while for them to get used to what tactics Flynn wants, and um, oh, certainly there was good movement of the ball against against Plymouth. So we we carry that on, and uh, we would like like we've all said, if we play like we can and we know what we've got there, we we will be okay. One hundred percent, Woody. If we are to deploy this three-three-four, are you excited for Flynn Ball? Yeah, I feel like um, I need to have a chat with Mr. Flynn. Um, <laughs> mainly because, funnily enough, um, I've, I'm not going to go delve too much into the dark secrets of my, my lineup, but um, I don't know if three-three-four is exactly the style he's going to go, but I wonder if he's doing what I do now is kind of an attacking formation and a defensive formation. And, um, you know, I've said to my players that, you know, we start off 4 2 3 1, and then this is what we're going to look like when we're in the opposition's half. I'm not going to say that just in case any of Perton. Because all, uh, all of your opponents are watching well, this, obviously. Well, per, per, we found out today Perton is our opening fixture. So, um, Ooh, which, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, just in case any of them are watching. But, yeah, so it's quite funny when, you, when you're saying that. And I just wonder, I'm not saying it was something that I come up with, because it definitely isn't, but it's, um, it's, it's quite funny when maybe I'm sat there going, where I thought Flynn was quite a defensive-minded coach, maybe he does have this kind of transition about him. And um, I quite like it. I, I'm going to be totally honest here. Compared to what I was, say, mid-July when we were all talking, um, I'm probably not being as excited for a home game start start of the season home game as I am for tomorrow um and I still don't think our squad's big strong enough and I still don't think our first 11 is strong enough to to be top three 
Um, because that's what I want this year. I want top three. I'm not interested yeah. in playoffs. Um, but I want what, top um, one. Yeah, well, yeah. But um, but mm. for some reason, I don't, I don't know what. I think maybe it's the the fact that I, I really enjoy. I quite enjoy watching Flynn in his in his interviews as well. In terms of, he is very normal. He's very down to earth, and he knows what he wants. The first thing he said in his interview today was, "We need some. We need to." gives the fans something. We need to give the fans something, which, as Nick said, all we really want is, yeah, okay, I, I agree with Joe, we want to win games, we want to get out of this no matter what, but the yeah. only way we're going to get out of this league is by playing attacking football. There's, yeah. there's no other way you're getting out of this league. With the amount of strikers and the amount of attacking players in this league, you cannot win. The, you, there's not going to be many 1-0s this year. Um, I think well, I saw those, last uh... weekend, there weren't even that many 1-0s last weekend, you know, no. so I don't think. So, there's not going to be many 1-0s this year. So, it is going to be attacking football that's going to get us up this league, and if that's what Flynn's going to give us, um, then I'm I'm all for, I'm all fucking for it. I want I want to see it. You know, I might if it goes well tomorrow, I might even consider a season ticket. Genuinely, might even consider one. But um, but yeah, it's I don't mean in the terms of winning, but if I can see from my point of view intent on the pitch, obviously we want to win. But if I can see some intent, then I'm going to feel a bit better about the season and not that we're going to get served up the same dross that we've been served up for the last five years at home. Um, so it's, yeah. I, I, I think the other thing, Woody, listening to some of the interviews and, and the other podcasts is that uh, one of the big things for Flynn is fitness. Yeah. And, and we're, we're going to have a fit team. And we all know what a fit team does. We had it with Makari. We had it with um, with the Canio. And if we've and got a fit team can do you know 100 minutes and, and win those games in the last well, 10 minutes and they're going to have to the injury time the yeah. majority yeah. of them have had a pre-season as well that's going to be such yeah. a big difference like whereas yeah. last season we were signing so many i know we've left it late for some key players this year we have left it late for key yeah. players but the bulk of the squad have been able to trade together the full season uh full pre-season and i think um i think that will that will make a difference the only thing that i'm not looking forward to tomorrow is I'm going to have one gripe when I'm just looking at Mickey DiMatteo lining up for crew, and I'm going to be like, we could have had him. Um, that's the only thing that's going to make me sad about tomorrow, really, apart from, obviously, if we lose. But um, I'm just going to be a bit gutted we haven't got him. Let's hope we roast him then. Yeah, yeah. Let's, hope, let's hope you're saying that once uh, Hepburn Murphy's put him on his ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you were saying, Woody, about um, attacking football is the way to go uh, with the amount of attacking talent that is in the division this year. Uh, for the regular viewers who who watch or listen uh, every every episode, uh, you might not be surprised to know that on Sunday at 1.03pm, I did get a message from Russell uh, saying, DJ1 Austin nil, hashtag weekly update. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, after he claimed that obviously Johnson would score more than Austin this season. Um, ben, in the interest of balance, we're, we're feeling quite positive at the moment. Um, uh -huh. Do you sense there might be a little bit of pressure on tomorrow's game, given that we are already three points off the top of the league and uh, Scott Lindsay already has more points than Flynn? Um, no, I don't. I don't think the players, I think fans may go in going, right, we need to get on the front foot with this one. But I think one thing that has impressed me, and this may just be down to the new media guy being brilliant, um, but there, there, there's a feeling of this unity in between the squad, right? They're cooking something. If you're going to have a good season, you need, you must have a good dressing room. And yeah. that little clip of, like, uh, Flynn schooling at everyone at Paul, 
and these little bits and bobs like that, I think I think are brilliant. And it, you just see that they actually do quite get on and like have a laugh together, which may be in the case of the seasons, but we get to see this. And it, it, it builds chemistry and it builds unity. And he, he sort of did that well with Newport, where he got a small team and he did quite well with that, with, you know, what, what he had. And if he can do that with a players of a slightly bigger squad and with players with slightly better reputations, then maybe we, we could produce something because we all know the shortcomings in our team. We all know we're short defenders. We all know that uh, we are way thin in, in some parts. Yeah. But we, you can you can get by that if they're all clubbing together and they all dig in and they all help each other out and do their jobs as they are. And hopefully, that's my hope for the season that they do that this season. Then we may have be above expectation because uh, everyone else is thinking we might finish top five. But no one's actually seriously considering us as a promotion contender. But that may do it. It's it's ifs and buts and maybes. But you just see that he's cooking something. So let him cook. So let's hope that's good. And that and that's that's what I hope. And I want Swindon tomorrow. Why well, hope for tomorrow? I want them to start on the front foot. You know, I, I, I quite like the thought of 3-3-4 three, three, because if we know crew from previous, we know what they're going to do, and that's shithouse. Yep. And they've got more experienced players to shithouse with this year, so they might be quite better at it. Um, so what with teams like that, you need to pin them back early because you pin them back early, you put crosses in the box, and you play football quicker, which they need to be quicker if they were a bit bondless on Tuesday. They need to be a bit better and a bit more on it then we'll create opportunities and we've got players that can take it. We've got players that can punish them. So that's what I'd like to see front foot early pressure. And if we can have one in the first 10 minutes, then that completely stuffs them up. You mentioned about, um, you mentioned about the the new social media guy and uh, being uh, very good at what he does. I have to say uh, credit to again, Claire, um, who I've shared it on our, Twitter feed uh, this evening. Um, she was obviously instrumental. Uh, well, I say instrumental. She she created it in uh, in one of our new all time favorite uh, gifts that will be used throughout the season. Uh, this absolute joy here. I love it. I absolutely love it. I think that's our goal gift when we're doing live shows. <laughs> she has also uh, she has also created another one which I've shared on our. Twitter feed, uh, which I will hope to get uploaded for use within live shows across the season as well, uh, particularly for when Ben makes stunningly good points and predictions. I oh, God, no. <laughs> um, we discussed last week about, uh, sorry, we discussed on Monday about whether we think changes will be made to the team as was expected because of what happened on Saturday. Now, as it happened, it was pretty much, I would say, our, our first choice eleven. Uh, which I think we agreed was the right course of action. Do you think there'll be tweaks now, or does anyone think there'll be tweaks now to that eleven because they play Tuesday and maybe some of them weren't expected to play Tuesday? I think you've got to play George McEachern, and it's just whether you drop Khan or. Oh, um, definitely drop Khan. Yeah, well, then then that's that's who you drop then, and George George McEachern, and because he's our best bowler. Uh, so we've got one shout for McEachern. Anyone else thinking any changes to the team at all from Tuesday? I think McEachern is probably the main one for me. Um, the uh, like I say, I think Charlie Austin didn't play a full game, did he? So kind of 
it kind of went how I thought it was going to go in terms of squad lineups, really. Um, McEachern was ill, wasn't he? Yeah. There was rumours that someone put on Twitter that he'd gone to Orient. He was going to Orient, but I'm glad to see training pictures of him today. So that was dispelled that immediately, which is good. Yeah, but I think, um, yeah, I'd, I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised if it's pretty much the exact same lineup, um, except for, I wouldn't, and to be honest, I wouldn't even be surprised if Khan's in and George isn't. Um, I don't think that's the right option, but if Bakekran only returned to training today, for example, yeah. where, he's been, where he's been not well, he's not had a tr- he's not had a week of training, so he might not he Fair. might not start him. Okay, uh, Joe. Yeah, I agree. I I think it's potentially potentially one change. Um, yeah, McEachran is going to come in for either Card or Kinsella, and. But I, I think it'll be the same eleven that started the other night, personally. And then, mm. you know, it's still early in the season. Players will still be probably coming off at 60 minutes and subs will be getting half an hour or so. So, um, yeah, yeah, I can't see too many. I mean, there's not many options anyway, is there? The, the, the squad's still small, so there's not too many options there. That, you know, three players up. away, Joe? Um, yeah, yeah, I don't think... Well, I think we're three starters away, not just three players. That's the thing, I think. Okay. It's different saying we're three players, but I think we need three potential starting players. Anyway, you know, I look on that. I look on that bench on at, at Peterborough, and I don't really see who's going to push to get into the into the team. I mean, obviously, we don't know much about um, Ward from from Burnley. We don't really know much about him. So, be yeah, I didn't, couldn't really gauge much from him on Tuesday. Either. He didn't get that long, to be yeah. fair. And so, you know, he's an interesting one. How is, how is he going to fit in? He's, he looks like he's left-footed centre-back. He looks relative size, so that's that's good. But, yeah, other than that, you don't... I can't really see who's pushing for a starting place at the moment. Wakeland seems a little bit out of favour, and it's probably down to the form of, of Hepburn Murphy, to be fair, in pre-season. And, and you're probably only going to play one of Austin and Young. So, um, yeah... The, McEachern is the only one that I can potentially see coming in, but I think it'll be the same 11. I presume you agree with all that, Nick? Yeah, it's, it, it seems that's probably the most likely likely option with, you know, if, if somebody's been ill, depending what it was, you know, it takes a while to get over it. Um, bring him on for the last 15, 20 minutes, maybe. Um, but he... But I mean, he he needs to be in the side. He's he's our most creative, skill skillful player we've got in that midfield. So he he makes a hell of a difference. And if he if he can link up with the other lads in that midfield, we have got a decent midfield. Albeit they're all quite small. But again, as Ben said, we start moving the ball quickly, and then then we you know we can turn teams over. And yeah. and certainly with Hepburn Murphy and his pace. And then if you've got Wakeling coming on with his pace, you know, that gives you some great outlets. And uh, we just need Charlie sitting in the six-yard box doing what Charlie does. So let's hope we can get that, the service. That that point there is is something I didn't like last season was that Austin was coming far too deep. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And obviously it was it was tactics on Morris's behalf or whoever. But he was he was a league two Harry Kane. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. We, we all know Charlie Austin's best asset is in the box, get crosses on his head. Yeah, okay. And you know, yeah. I've slated, you know, you know me, I've slated Hutton as much as the next person, but you can't deny he's one of the best crosses in League Two. So mm. if, if you've got that asset, you've got to have Austin in the box to get on the end of him because we've got nobody else that's going to get on the end of him. So you, you just you have to say to Charlie, you know, 
you're you are the focal point. You stay right in the box, get the ball to him. He'll score goal. He'll still score twenty goals if you give him the service this year easily. With with Kemp Fifey, was was he yep. playing further forward and getting into the penalty area? So he was the more advanced of the three midfielders. Yes, um, it, it was interesting because of this because of how I expected the team to line up and then this kind of divert to what I'm calling the free, free, four, <laughs> he seemed to start further forward, but kind of dropped back a little bit because oh. the two wing backs were playing as wing forwards. <laughs> um, so so it, it sort of became a flat free, but he's the one that would burst forward from the midfield. Yeah. Cause, uh, hence, cause hence why uh, the, the chance that Ben was talking about earlier, you had the, the two strikers kind of peeled wide as well. And that just gave Kemp the freedom of Peterborough yeah. To put the ball wide. Yeah, the reason mm. I say that because against Plymouth, um, uh, he should have scored two more goals, one on ones with a keeper where he's in the penalty area. Are I we mean, already finding did, a flaw in his game that he can't score? Yeah, he can't <laughs> carry a one on one. He wasn't that that cool on a one on one, but he's getting in there. And and he did is. we have a midfielder oh. get in the penalty area last season? I don't think no. so. So well, you know, he's got a better eye for goal than Williams. Hopefully. But yeah, let's hope MK Guns are watching the games where he's put through. We'll send him those highlight reels in January. Yeah, well. once he misses. Yeah. Ken <laughs> <laughs> fancies himself outside the box as well. So hearing that, you know, he, he is he is a player that can score from distance. So yeah. I think he'll fancy he'll be quite happy to let the four the four in front of him do the business around the box. Well, see, just like <laughs> the four in front of him. Yeah. The four, the four in front of, him, four. of which, of which two should be behind him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do, the, do the business, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think somebody actually mentioned it. One of the games I was listening to, um, and it must have it must have been the um, the Peterborough game, but they said like, oh, Kemp, you know, he's he's hanging outside the area because he does, you know, he does fancy himself a little bit outside the area. So, oh, he definitely fancies um, himself. Yeah, yeah, and I've got I've got no qualms to that. Like we say, if we're playing this kind of, the wingers are going to get the ball in, and evidently I w- I'd be quite interested to know who who started on left wing. Was it that um, Tarek? Tarek, and and then came off for J- Giacini or whatever his name is. Uh, well, they, there was some confusion as to say when he came off. That's when we started playing the four centre backs. Right. Okay. So I assumed Blake Tracy had gone out there, but then Blake Tracy was playing as the left inside centre-back and Ward had gone outside of him and Minturn was over at right-back. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, um, Do you see me play more midfield? Yeah, yeah that's what they were saying on radio. The... He was playing midfield. Yeah. yeah so, but yeah, I don't, you know, I'm assuming that that Tarek guy as well, he had a bit of bit about him as well in terms of maybe trying to... Did he look like, even though he's, he's not going to be at Hutton's standard... Yeah, but is you know does he, he look like he's got the intent to do what Hutton does? Yeah, he certainly has the intent. The one thing that I didn't see enough of, and again, I'm not criticising him at this point because it was obviously his debut. He'd never played for Swindon before. Um, he he didn't really want to beat a man. He wanted to get the ball and either play it back inside or put his cross in. I would le- I would have liked to see him. I, I don't know. Maybe he's not blessed with pace. Um, I haven't mm. seen any. But if he does have a bit of pace or or a bit of trickery, I'd like to see him beat his man and put the cross in. Um, yeah. that, that's the only thing I would say. But again, I was I was more than fine with his overall performance while he was on the pitch. Iandlo never beat his man either. That was frustrating when he was full back. He never he already played it in or just whipped it in, didn't he? He never went to beat the player. 
Santos, I hope he's not like that. Does that mean when we shout shoot, it may happen this season? Um, <laughs> yes. Yes, it will. If we're playing free, four, uh, free, free four, if I hear one fucking shout of forward... Forward! forward. <laughs> I, actually did. I actually did on Tuesday. We could, because you know how I said we were ponderous? And I, didn't, I, I naturally don't normally do this, but because you know how I said we were a bit slow when we had the ball, um, I was like... Just go forward. <laughs> forward. <laughs> and then, oh, and then like I, a chair thought, now. I was like, oh my God, I've just shouted forward. <laughs> um, I get a chair thing, now. One thing that I, I think you guys will be impressed with if we do start the same, um, take Khan out because we know about Khan, but particularly in, in Kemp and Kinsella, um, I think it must have been Luke said it to me on Tuesday. What did impress us was although our midfield is still quite small in stature. Mm. There is a lot of tenacity and there is still plenty of physicality. Yeah. Even Kemp, who's Good. supposed to be the, the creative, you know, uh, assist like, maker of goal likes sport, a foot in, he, doesn't he? He likes it, to put a foot in. Is Kinsella yeah. that small as well? Is he really that small? He's only about 5'9". Um, he's not big. If you, if you put him next to Khan, you, you notice that uh, he's, okay. he's not, uh, he's I, not I, a jacked... McEachern doesn't mind a tackle either. No, McEachern doesn't like either. McEachern, what I like about him is he hook tackles. Do you remember? Hook tackle? He does hook tackle. He wins the ball and he normally keeps hold of it as well, which is which is fantastic. Which is, you know, if we've got... Height won't, height will only matter when it comes to winning aerials. You know, if, if that's what they've got on the floor. But equally... I've always said if you're smaller, there's less of, less of you to jump, so you should still be winning those headers. Um, so but um, I think. I, um, sorry, carry on, Woody. Sorry. I was just going to say, so like, like I say, sometimes size isn't everything. Um, but the, um, sometimes size isn't everything when it comes no. to that the midfield of the park. But it's when if we had three players that were small and creative and had nothing else about their game, but way like Kinsella for, is a prime example. He knows what it takes to play in midfield in this league, you know. So oh, you can see he, he knows what he's doing. He's yeah, exactly. He's going to have a bit of bite about him anyway, and I I still think Kinsella is is going to be probably our best sign in this season. Um, I, I, but I think he'll I, be one of those that will probably go unnoticed a little bit. A little bit. I know Grant was very much noticed by us all because we all loved him. But on any other given day, the the best players are always the ones scoring the goal. Alan McCormack. Yeah, yeah, just just very breaking up the play, reading the play well. I, I genuinely believe Kinsella would be our best signing this year, and um, and I hope I hope it stays that way. The one thing that I was expecting to see a little bit of that I don't really recall seeing as much as I thought was everyone was talking about the the overlapping centre backs because we play the free. I didn't see as much, but I was quite happy not to see as much mm. as I thought. Although yeah. you can see that uh, is. Uh, how will we say his nickname? Dokes, yeah? Um, Dokes. He, he does fancy himself a bit. The amount of times he, he would sort of see the game go, and he'd just go. And he'd be like, yes, 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 yes. And like, no, one would, no one felt the need to spray the ball across to him. But you could see he fancies himself. So he'll be another player that, that fans should be excited to watch, in my opinion. Um, excellent. Let's uh, Before we move on to the next topic then, let's do as we normally do. The, the thing that we're fundamentally... Uh, I don't think anyone can argue. We're brilliant at. Let's predict the score. Uh, ben? 3 0. Mighty Swindon. Nice. Uh, Woody? I'm going to go. I'm going to have faith in our defence. I'm going to go 2 0 tomorrow. Nice. Super Tom Brewett? 
Super Tom Brewer. I don't have any problems with it. <laughs> Everybody else seems to have a problem with Brewer. I don't. Nick? Yeah, yeah, I'll stick to my previous week's uh, prediction of a 3-0 again. Agree with Ben. Okay. Uh, Joe? Yeah, I think uh, big crowd at the counterground. We normally do all right like that with a big with a big crowd, and I think the crowd is going to get behind the team as well. So, yeah, I I, I, I can see a three-one. Maybe crew take the lead, and then we demolish the second half. Oh bollocks! That you know, good. every time we've predicted a full house, <laughs> you, know, you know what's followed. Where is Fifey? Fifey, please save us. Because Craig's not here, you see, today to go. Well, actually, I think crew are going to be quite tough. <laughs> and it's going to be one. Crew, crew, crew have the potential to be quite tough. But after Tuesday, I'm feeling very optimistic. I said on the Railway Men podcast that we would win 3 uh, 1, but that was before I watched Tuesday. I'm now going 5 0. <gasps> Fuck. We are, Fuck. We are destroying them tomorrow. Client right now has just thrown her laptop out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I should have looked at how they got up last week. I think, I think for sure, for sure, Charlie. They drew two all Mansfield last week. And I believe they won. <laughs> Did they not beat Sunderland in the cup? Yep. Yeah. Oh, you think we're going to put Only five on penalties? Back, I mean, penalties <clears throat> don't count, do they? Uh, five. Fuck. Fair. You know, I, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Craig. Yes, Craig. <laughs> five nil. Thank you, Craig. Craig's the sanity. He's put that in there. Thank you, Craig. Not a full house anymore. Before I move into a quiz that was provided by our friendly neighbourhood, Mike, um, there was a a bit of news that I did want to to touch on. In fact, two bits of news that I wanted to touch on. Um, Starting with uh, a particular area of speciality that most of us, I think, uh, have. Maybe not so much Nick. Uh, but certainly the rest of us. And that is the food options at the county ground. Yes. Uh, ben, you're celebrating. Do you want to start with your thoughts yeah. on the news? There's, there's a lot on offer this year. Variety. I like variety. Don't, don't get me wrong. I do love a pasty, but I, I also love variety. And sometimes I don't fancy a pasty. And I might not want a sausage roll either. So it, it's quite good that we've got a, a little bit of variety now and we've got other things on for sale. And, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually quite, you know, sometimes, although they were nice pasties. They uh, are good pasties. They are really nice pasties, so I probably will have them tomorrow. But it's good to have uh, good to have variety. And I'm variety pleased about it. Variety is the spice of life, Ben. It is. It is the choice. We want choice, even though we go for the same thing every time. The fact <laughs> that choice is good. Uh, Craig saying uh, 932 pizzas are amazing. Uh, Joe, when the news broke about all the different food outlets, did it get your creative juices flowing as to what could happen over the course of the season? My thoughts are exactly the same as Craig. Get all over 932 pizzas. They are unbelievable. I've never had one. They're They're going to be doing a killing. I I think he's doing it by the slice or by the whole pizza. So I think there's options. There's still options. There's options, Ben. There's options. Yes. Options. You can imagine an early golden pizza flying everywhere. <laughs> it's good because I mean, even even down to in the Don Rogers, I think there's a pick and mix stand. You know, you look at, I mean, we're, me, me and Woody are just as excited about that. But you look at the kids there. The kids, you know, that's something for the kids to get excited about. 
It's probably going to cost you five pound for half a bag, but that's not the point. Um, but it is, we're supposed uh, to be in a cost of living crisis, and these poor parents got a fork out for pick, <laughs> picking mix now. The club's got no idea, have they? What's going on? <laughs> Cinema prices on pick a mix. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's good. It's good. It's um, the food was good last year, but there wasn't enough of a choice. So for anyone who hasn't read this yet, and Nick, I'll come to you in just a second. I'll, I'll just fly through the uh, the highlights. So um, Swindon Town announced that uh, starting with their internal catering, this will continue in-house after great success, while kiosks in the Arkles Town End and Don Rogers will continue to provide a variety of sausage rolls, pasties, snacks and drinks. This season they will be adding Piglet's Pantry Pies to the menus. So pies are available, Nick. Oh, I love a good pie. As long as it's in the oh. now, I'm back in the town end. Did you say it includes the town end? It does include the town end. Yes. Spot on. That's it. Pie chicken bolty. Chicken so, bolty. Hang on, hang on, ben. Steak and kidney. Uh, steak. Steak. So steak, steak. our new pie flavors will include steak, ale, and mushroom. Chicken oh. bolty, and also a vegan option in Bombay potato. <laughs> oh, we don't have any of that crap. While we also add a brand new premium sausage roll to the offerings, the Legends Lounge kiosk will continue to operate throughout the season. Change the kiosk. Uh, we've changed kiosk six in the Don Rogers to a draft beer bar called Don's, which will be offering Carlin, Thatcher's, Hurricane and soft drinks, as well as the Piglet's Pantry Pies. Um, external catering also had a shake up, starting with... Uh, Starting with the caterer by the club store in 932 Pizza, the one that Joe and Craig have been raving about, serving up a variety of ta town's favourite toppings from slices to full wood-fired pizzas. While in the middle of the town end, we would like to introduce Mama's Sweet Treats, and they will provide fans with indulgences from crepes, waffles, cakes and other sweet treats. Um, both will be outside from the first home fixture against crew tomorrow. So pizzas and crepes all round, boys. Oh, yeah, you have to get the ground at like one o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't forget. So there, there has also been news, which we were going to touch on in a little bit anyway, that um, I believe the Legends is opening slightly earlier so you can go and watch the uh, England, the Lionesses yeah. the game as well. And we set up, uh, if we're shit tomorrow, we can call it one load of crap. So it'd be brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, ben. Uh, They go on to say in this, uh, in this news bulletin, the most popular outside catering spot is the corner of the town end and Arkles, which will now be operated by... Food with Attitude, who will be offering a variety of loaded fries and smash burgers. Um, I can certainly smash a burger when it when the opportunity arises. Uh, they will join the outside catering team from the fixture against Arsenal under 21s on the 22nd of August. Um, also being joined by Spud Shack, who offer jacket potatoes, bacon rolls, and Snackers, mm. who will be offering toasties and snacks. And they'll be both popping up at the county ground uh, intermittently throughout the season. Um, Marvellous. The final announcement was that in the Don Rogers stand, they welcome Sweets in Time, who'll be operating a pop-up kiosk offering pick-and-mix sweets and selections. So plenty of variety <laughs> on offer. Didn't they have that a few years ago at that little sweet shop on the Don I Rogers? I don't know. Uh, just catching up on what's going on in the chat. Um, Joe says, but still, I bet I have to take my own milk for my coffee. A Bombay potato <laughs> vegan pie, no thanks. <laughs> um, sound trauma, getting involved. Domino's pizza wrap. Uh, <laughs> Domino pizza right. row draw. Right. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rich's favourite competition, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mike saying you now need to buy your ticket based on the food outlet you want <laughs> access to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Mike. <laughs> 
Barry's saying pick a mix will bankrupt me cheaper to buy her a cider. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, what else have we got here? Soundtrack again. Forget Barbie. <laughs> it's Scarby. Scarby. This season. <laughs> Uh, and uh, and then our very own Craig. I start work at four pm, so I'm just going to the ground to get pizza. Yes. Um, let's uh, let's move on, and and I wanted to touch on what he's like. No, no, let's carry on talking about all the I different food I, options. I didn't get I didn't get a say in the most. Oh, did you not? Sorry, that, I thought I went around everyone. Sorry, Woody. Most genius move the club have made in the last ten years. Um, <laughs> it's almost like they've watched us <laughs> when when we've been saying it's crying out for a food zone. I mean, this is as close as we're going to get to one. And yeah. bring back the Balti Pies. Absolutely love the fact that the Balti Pies are back. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've, you know, we always say, you know, we're, we're quite quick to criticise the club. Yeah. But, you know, they have done some good business over the summer yeah. to get those those agreements in. So kudos to the commercial guys there, um, because that's, um, you know, that's, that's, that's what they're going to, that's going to make money. Well, however they've done the arrangements, it's going to make money. So yeah. it's, uh, you know, like, the only thing is, is it meant when uh, it turned around that my kids weren't that fussed about going tomorrow, I was like, oh, that's a shame. Um, so, it's, uh, so I wouldn't have to break the bank like Barry's going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick, is there enough variety even for a cultured palate like yourself? Look, mate, the steak pies sound awesome. The pastas are good anyway. So uh, loaded fries, you know, what more do you want? It's... Not worried about the pizza. Might, I might have to try pizza with the um, raging endorsement. You'll have, to, from... you'll have to let us know whether it's any better than the one you had at Wimbledon. Interesting, <laughs> interesting fact. Interesting fact. God, if I scraped you... it off the floor, it'd be better than that one. <laughs> when you um, when you search up 932 pizzas, or 923, yeah. whatever they're called, um, the address says save on tyres. <laughs> 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 I would also like to say if any officials or staff working at Swindon Town would like a review of all the foods that are offered at the county ground, <laughs> Paul's rush in will be delighted, delighted, free of charge, put their names forward to offer such reviews. And I will not mind at all. You've got I'll, I'll an With the exception of the pie that has mushroom in it, because I don't like mushrooms, I will happily try all the food in one sitting as well. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I we, we have a Clem will have a review show. So Rob, by all means, we'll put it out there, review the food. It's done deal. By all you, means. Rob. You lay it on, read it, over to you, Rob. The, the offer is there. Over to you. Um let's uh let's let's move briefly on to the uh women's football, if we may. Um before we talk lionesses. Um, for any Swindon Town fans, Woody, who were starved of a bit of transfer activity after a couple of blitzes, Swindon Town women suddenly seem to be signing a player every two and a half minutes yesterday. Um, yeah, I think it, they did that a couple of weeks ago as well, didn't they? They kind of just... Basically, I think what happens is they have training and they get all these players signed and then they announce them. Because obviously, we've got to remember they trade twice a week. Yeah. Um, so... They probably do it. They probably do get all these signing on forms or whatever on the Thursday, um, and then and then that's it. Um, yeah, I think um, Meg Jarvis. Um, if you know, if people are going to watch, that's a player to watch. Um, it's um, you know, she's she's a good player. Um, the rest of them, this is right. I'm gonna I'm gonna sound really negative now, and I feel really harsh for doing so. 
Um, but some of the sign-ins at the moment, I'm not quite understanding um, because he's signing a lot of 16 to 17 year olds um, or a few, a few of them. And I just wonder what that means for the under 18s, um, you know, in terms of like, there's a lot of players. That, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not against it because if these players are really good, then, you know, they're really good. That's, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are. If you're good enough to play, you're good enough to play. Um, but it just it did raise my eyebrow a little bit when you think of the players that have left Swindon and the experience that's left Swindon, however, whichever way they've left. Um, it just Return of the bit, spreadsheet. Yeah, it just seems a bit, a bit strange. But uh, Megja, uh, what a sign-in. That is a sign-in to watch out for. So um, I think her and if, if he does play a two with her and Annie Colston, that could be... That could be goals, goals, goals. Um, it could be it could be the men's and the women's putting a lot of goals in this year. So excellent. And um, it, I was uh, I was uh, relieved to see they've uh, said that Northampton has stepped in after a late cancellation on their last preseason friendly. Northampton have stepped up and have agreed to come down. I believe they're coming down to Foundation Park as well, which is a, a great way for, for swimming and women to to round off their preseason. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything about that because Basset are at home as well and I'd rather people come watch Basset. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, they haven't played it away friendly, have they? I don't think they've played it friendly away. Uh, I, I think, think they have. All of them. Have they? I think so. Well, did they not go to Wolves? No, Wolves came to here. Oh. I'm, I'm sure there was definitely at least one away friendly. I'd have to double check it. Don't quote me on it. Yeah, and you I'm, certainly I'm, know more than I do, but I'm fairly I'm confident. Sure. I, could, I could be wrong, but I'm sure all of them have been at Foundation Park. And I just, I don't know that part. It's a bit weird, but maybe that's because he's had so many trialists on and all of that kind of stuff. He he wanted it in there. But um, yeah, obviously Northampton, not a bad side either. So that should be a good game. But um, <clears throat> Bassett have got Buckle Church at home, which will probably be a better game. <laughs> well, <laughs> as you've mentioned, Bassett, let's, uh, let, let's have a, a minute or two talking about them. And uh, and you've also announced an acquisition this week. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we signed that good right this week, who um, has been training with us since the first trader session of pre-season. Um, and uh, we're quite, we are fortunate to have her, to be fair, because she was training with Swindon's old manager, James Lally, um, as well at the same time while she's trying to make up her mind. Um, I think logistics have come into it, but for me, happy days. Um, very, very talented midfielder. Um probably, in my opinion, could be pushing the Swindon first team as it is now anyway. So, um, you know, pushing, definitely. And that's mainly because she's she missed a lot last season, or more, more than I think she should have. Um, but, yeah, she's she's a fantastic little player. And our squad's coming across nicely. I sent over a depth chart to um, my assistant, who's, who's on holiday, funnily enough. I sent her and said, oh, this is what our squad looks like at the moment. And it's... Um, <laughs> It's looking, it's looking quite strong. Um, without being arrogant, um, I'm, I'm really pleased with it. We've got, you know, we've got a couple of offers still out there waiting. You know, people considering what they want to do, and I get that because we have got a strong squad. We're, you know, we've got a good first eleven, and then I could bring on subs, and it isn't going to change the quality on the pitch pretty much. So, um, which is exactly where I want to be. I want those type of headaches, and um, like I say, and. It shows the level of quality we're getting because we're getting sponsors coming in for most of our players. Obviously, again, I mentioned a shout out to the Archers there. 
Um, yeah, and as Mike said, when Swindon were tier three a couple of seasons, well, three, four seasons ago, um, Nat was playing for them then. So Nat arguably has probably played the highest out of um, out of out of the majority of the squad. So um, yeah, it's, she's a great signing. Um, hopefully, we'll have one, maybe two more um, come in over the next um, week or so, and then my squad's squad's good. I'll have uh, on a, on average two players in every position, which is which is what I want. And well, the, the last video was was excellent, Woody. So I look forward to seeing the next one. Yeah, the next one will probably be a retained one because um, we've got a couple of players that have retained. Um, so, we're, um, but yeah, Mar- that's a credit to Marry that Marry at Bassett who does Bassett social media. Uh, well, yeah, it's Bassett good. TikToks. Um, yeah, she she comes up with all the ideas. I actually came up with an idea, right? And I'll send it around in the group chat. And I was well impressed with myself. And then Mary just went, I can't even remember what she said to it, but basically she might as well have said no. that was shit. Yeah, so <laughs> I basically got, because Nat, because Nat's trained with us for so long, I said, oh, um, she's like a worst-kept secret. Because everybody knows she's training with Bassett. She's always been trialist A on the team sheet, pretty much. And um, so everybody's always known. Essentially Lewis so, Ward. Yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. And there's an interview with, I think it was Jimmy Fallon and Jeremy Remner from uh, from Marvel from Avengers, and they're talking about the next Black Widow and what happens at the end of um, Black Widow and all of this kind of stuff. And I went over and I did pure like what all clubs are doing at the moment and dubbed over whenever they said the woman's name and put Natalie Goodright. And then it, when it says, will we see um, Hawkeye in, in the Marvel again? I went, will we see Goodright play for Bassett? And like I, I, was, I was so proud of myself. And then I just got this response from Mary going, I can't even remember. I'll have to get it up. But he was just basically <laughs> said. Yeah, that's that's okay. That's <laughs> all right. We'll stick with yours then. I won't bother. <laughs> you were telling us off camera just before we we discussed lionesses that your fixtures come out now, and you've got a nice little derby day as well to start the season. I mean, we were talking about Swindon Abingdon, and uh, it's it's uh, it's a nice little tasty fixture for Bassett as well. Yeah, that was an off camera. I think that was was it when we sure it was. Yeah, yeah, because Joe's messaged me um oh, okay. about it. So, yeah yeah but yeah either way I'll, I'll take any promotion um so um yeah yeah so the fixtures came out today and they're actually quite a decent run of fixtures actually but i did i want Perton the local derby on the first first game of the yeah. season entertainment value maybe but um yeah I'd, yeah um, and obviously the, the person one of the coaches at um Perton used to be my assistant as well, so it's a bit like Vincent Company and Pep Guardiola tonight, isn't it? So it's, um, but um, I love yeah, the it's... way that you subtly just referred yourself as Pep Guardiola, thinking none oh, of yeah, us, yeah, yeah, none yeah. of us would notice. <laughs> <laughs> the only difference is the hair. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing. Like when the fixtures come out, you guys know when the men's football comes out as well. When the fixtures come out, you just know the season's that much yeah. closer. And um, you know, we've got two more friendlies to do. Then I'm going to have a nice weekend away with the family, um, and then we crack on with the season. And I just can't wait! I can't wait. Um, let's uh, turn our attention to international duties then, and it is the Lionesses tomorrow morning. Are we all feeling confident that they can progress to the semi-final, uh, Joe? Um, I have to confess, I haven't seen a lot of the tournament um, working nights. Obviously, a lot of the matches in the morning. So, yeah. Um, but from my limited knowledge, I, I think England should be all right. It's Colombia, isn't it? Tomorrow, so it is Colombia. Um, yeah. I think they, I think they uh, should have enough to get past them. But we we have we, we struggled a bit in the last game, didn't we? Um, 
you know, I thought we were quite fortunate to get through actually in the end. So we need a better performance. Um, but like I said earlier, the win is all that matters. So I think we got I think we got enough quality to to see them off. Uh, James will obviously be a, a big miss, though, won't she, Woody? Yeah, she's a she's a class player. I said that when when um, uh, in the last episode when after she'd just been sent off, I think she'd be a big miss. Um, you know, I'm quite if if I, if anything, I'm quite happy that the country haven't gone totally against her as well, like they did with Beckham. Um, you know, like when Beckham got, I know it was a stupid error. I know it was a stupid foul, but um, well, not even a foul was it? It was just a stupid aftermath. And um, you know, so but she'll know that. Um, she'll know that, and I think. For someone so young, we can't we can't really for but the squad's strong enough. The squad is still, you know, we've shown that so far. We bearing in mind we went into this kind of with no Williamson and other players, a half fit bright and all of that kind of stuff. And the squad that won the Euros, you know, a few of those players don't even play for England anymore, you know, through mm-hmm. retirement or whatever, you know, like the likes of Jill Scott and, and things like that. So I just think that maybe the Nigeria game is what we needed in some ways, was a game that was kind of we still won by the scruff. Like, you know, we kind of, yeah, okay, we took it to penalties. But when we went down to 10, we we looked, arguably, I think we actually looked the better side when we went down to 10. You know, we kept the ball a little bit better. We were moving it around. Um, we did look like towards the end of injury time that we really were playing for penalties because we do have a lot of faith in Mary Ertz. Um, I don't think it's Columbia, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I don't think... Yeah. Um, I don't think they'll be strong enough for us. They'll be a physical side like they have been against us before. Um, I think you know they'll 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 play the dirty side of the game. Um, but if we keep the ball away from them, then we won't have a problem. Um, the one shock that is for me is I genuinely tipped Japan. We're going to win. We're going to win the uh, win the World Cup, and they got yeah. knocked out today. So it it really does, in my eyes, open it up a little bit. Although Sweden are a very good side as well. Yes, they are, and they continue to prove it. That's America and Sweden on their scalp list now. Um, I might be wrong. I'm, I'm probably wrong. As you know, my, my knowledge of, of this particular topic isn't strongest. But were Colombia not the side who played Ireland in a friendly and it got abandoned after like no time at all, just before the tournament? Uh, might, might have been them. I'm not too sure. I have a feeling it was, I ha- yeah, he would. I'm pretty confident <laughs> it was Colombia that played Ireland and it got called off for being too physical in a friendly. I think I think your Colombians will be trying to wind the English players up. They've seen Lauren James snap, so they'll probably be fishing for the, for the old dirty tricks. Um, yeah. I'm a little bit concerned because the one game that England have looked really creative, Lauren James starred in, and I think she's a big player. Um, I think if Colombia make this a scrap, this could go into penalties. Again. Well, you've it was that one... game, Fifey. By the way, it was Republic of Ireland's friendly with Colombia suspended after twenty minutes due to play being overly physical. <laughs> there you go. You, thought you guys had it, it bad last story. Saturday yeah. on a waterlogged pitch. Imagine a game being abandoned for being overly physical. It was behind. It must have been some terrible well. tackles because you can't. That that's not very good, is it? Calling a game off because they're playing a bit hard. You know, it just brandish a few red cards. The tackles are dodgy. It doesn't sound good for the women's game. You're playing a bit rough, girls. Call it off. What was that about? It's just chaos, isn't it? Absolute chaos. Um, uh, On on the England side, I I, I think the thing we need to remember is, I I said it on the last game, Nigeria, for all their 
decent play, had two shots against us. Yeah. Well, yeah. The only been... goal we've conceded has been a penalty. Oh, a dodgy one. Correct. So we've got a very, very decent defence. So in, in that, in for tournament, for me, for tournament football, that's what you build on. And you know, for as as Joe says, win all your games one nil. Who gives the monkeys? That's what you need to do. And I think the team are capable of grinding out results. Their mentality is probably the best in the tournament. Um, their, their manager is 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 got them exactly where she wants them. She's no mug. She will have them prepared. They'll be the best prepared team that's left in that tournament. So mentality and a strong defence for me is is the key to winning that tournament. One thing say... I've noticed, and I'll get tell me if I'm wrong, um, but looking at the Euros and looking at this tournament, Erps looks a bit fitter. Actually, just looks a bit more imposing, stronger, fitter, more athletic. Um, she just... in the world. Yeah, she just she did, well. She just looks a bit more lean than she did again than she did in the Euros, which is brilliant. But. Um, yeah, she just, just in that term, so I think she just looks a little bit more, she just looks the part a little bit, I don't know. I was going to piggyback on Nick's point and say we can talk about, you know, we can talk about James, we can talk about Russo, we can talk about, uh, so we could, you know, all the names that, that people are familiar with, but the, I think the, the fundamental thing that this England team have, uh, no matter what situation they find themselves in the game, is that in, uh, in, in the manager and Serena, they've got a, a winner who knows yeah. how to get yeah. the job done. Yeah. And that, that as, as good as the players are on the pitch, she's just as good off the pitch. Yeah. Um, and, and that's my opinion. I'll, I'll go around quickly then and, uh, and ask you guys, uh, do you think the Lionesses win tomorrow? And if so, is it 90 minutes? Is it extra time? Is it pens? Um, I'm trying to remember what way I did the crew one. So I think I'll start Joe. <clears throat> Yeah, I think we'll have too much quality for him. I think it will be it be a tough game, but I can see us getting through two now. Nick, <laughs> why is it whenever I follow somebody, I'm going to say the same bloody score? <laughs> <laughs> two nil. I'll be boring. Two nil. Two nil after ninety, would he? Two nil after ninety. Yeah. Yeah. Go full house two nil after 90. No, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. What I, I thought, I think uh, Columbia will make it a scrap, and I think England will edge it in extra time one nil. Okay. There we go. Well, good luck, uh, of course, and best wishes to the lionesses tomorrow morning. Um, to finish off, gents, actually, um, before, you, before you go into a quiz. Okay. Um, I, I, I just need to give a shout out. Um, Please do. The, the, I, I thank the people that very kindly donated items for the auction. And uh, I had a text back from Seaside Reds yeah. saying mm. brilliant. And then uh, I'm meeting him Saturday and uh, he's offering us some items from his new collection ready for the next event we do. Oh, so oh, big well shout out to Seaside Reds. I didn't even ask for anything. He's he's put the offer out there. So, you know, it's well, really, really appreciated. And, uh, you know, for getting that type of support from our, some of us subscribers is our little old pod that we do. Um, it's, it's really, really good. So um, anybody listening, have a look at Seaside Reds site. He produces some pretty good stuff. Um, So I can recommend it. And uh, he's a top supporter of us. So, uh, Thank you very much, Seaside Reds. Yes, thank Cheers, you. Buddy. 
Uh, and when it comes to the next FI event, we've, it's only a week removed from our last one, but we have got discussions underway. Yeah. So you might not have to wait too long till you find out what we've got planned next. Um, but it is quiz time, and I'm still playing catch up on, on some of the amazing content that Mr. Dixon has put forward for us. Um, you might recall, uh, we started our summer transfer window with the signing of Dan Kemp, a player who we have spoken about at length since. Uh, what Mr. Dixon has since done is created a, a quiz all about uh, Swindon Town players whose surnames began with K. Um, so that there's your clue for today's questions. Surnames that begin with K in honour of Mr. Kemp. Uh, question honor. number one. <laughs> in honour. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. The guy's not even... The guy's only played one competitive game and I was playing it in honour of Kevin. Uh, question number one. The only player in last season's squad whose surname began with K. Khan. Oh. oh, Mike's got it wrong. Uh, yes, Khan. Uh, I had a Regera question on last week. <laughs> oh, no. Are we going to have to strip Mike of quiz duties? Oh, Mike, that's oh. it. What have you this done, Mike? Be correct. We're so disappointed. So, is there another one then? There is another one. The only other player that's not. Okay, well, yeah, make it that. The only <laughs> other one. Six and out. Sorry, would you? I said six and out. <laughs> <laughs> Before you get too excited. So there oh, was one other player no. in last season's squad oh. whose surname began with K. Kaji. Kaji is correct, Woody. Yeah, good show. Oh, good, yeah. Uh, uh, this player had two spells at Swindon, but is probably best known for having no idea. It could be anybody. Focus specifically on the last bit of that question. John Sharon? Best known for having Is it your name Chris or Chris Kamara? Christian? Chris Kamara, Woody. Well done. Yeah. Good, thing. Good one. I uh, probably wouldn't have got it. I mean, I mean, no idea. This centre-back joined us after being released by QPR. He was part of the town team who got beaten by Histon in the FA Cup. I was there at that game. <laughs> oh, God, that was... um. What's his name's last game in charge, wasn't it? All of the surnames begin with K. Too early for Callum Kennedy. I'm trying to think of the manager. Mike's put his caveat in as to why he forgot Khan. <laughs> wasn't Khan suspended for all of last season? <laughs> Good point, Mike. <laughs> we'll let you off. K Histon. Oh, um, I can't think um, Pat Kanuka. Pat Kanuka is oh, correct. Oh, fuck it yeah. now. Big clap for that, man. Big That's Pat Kanuka. Big Pat. Uh, on a day we're talking about which of the Mitchell brothers, Ben and uh, Ben and Joe are, we've, we're now talking about Big Pat. Nice. Big <laughs> Pat. Solid work. Pat, we're to be Pat. Um, this player was probably on fire before Will Grigg, although he ended up being bombed up the A420. Karouche. 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 
A player who would have been a massive loss were it not for the emergence of Nicky Summerby. David Kerslake. Kerslake. Kerslake is correct. Oh, yeah, he was good. Hell. Kerslake was class. We have Process. two. First time round. I even processed the question. To be honest, you when, you said play, when, when you said there was players beginning with K, David Kerslake was in my head straight away. So I was yeah, his name is mine. He's probably the most famous K player we've had. Look, Kerslake. Good, good right back. Yeah. Um, we have two questions <laughs> remaining. Uh, the penultimate question in the quiz, all about surnames beginning with K. Played for town in the Premier League, lived on a barge. Probably best known right, for Kilcline. Kilcline is correct. Killer. Killer. And the last one, we could have altered the question, but I, I will uh, I will do it as it's written because they're, obviously you'll understand why. Um, competes with Lanzano as town fans choice for worst ever goalie. Kovar is correct. Nine Kovar. million Nine euro. <laughs> out, out to Kovar for doing he that. He's clearly incredible job. He's gone it, for the boys. Clearly, to he was just at Swindon too early, and I gave him as much shit as anyone else. But good luck to him. Yeah, but he was a young he was, boy, he, wasn't he? Scared. Well, he shouldn't have signed him when he was twelve. Yeah, he was just too young, was wasn't he? He was like, boy. he was, he was, he was scared of going for a ball. He was, he, he, yeah, he was totally scared. But now you look, at, you, you look at him now, Cross, you would, you wouldn't want to have an argument with him, would you? Just no, he's a man. Was it the Czech Republic Premier yeah. Division? He's now Something signed like for Bayer Leverkusen for nine million euros good for him good for yeah, him and let's well. hope he's better at crosses now but um sure yeah is. that Oxford game i think we all should remember that Oxford. he played a huge part in that win at 2-1 at oxford a couple of good saves there's one good game for us one good game but it was the but joe was right kovar <laughs> joe was right all along <laughs> was indeed uh that brings to a very timely conclusion to tonight's episode gents i hope you enjoy the game uh we've put it out on in in the live chat um if anyone is trying any of the new uh refreshment outlets tomorrow send us as many pictures as you want as many reviews as you want we'll compile them and we'll send them out woody, woody is very rob. much involved rob <laughs> rob yeah get in touch uh, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure we'll have plenty to say on that. Great. And of course, the Fifey predicted five nil win when we meet again <laughs> on Monday. Honestly, Jets- if it's five nil, if it's five nil, I will do something Sweet. bizarre on the next show. If it's five nil, I will do some sort of dare on the next show. Ooh, come on, Sam. swear to God. I will do it. Five nil. I'm going on to score a fifth goal myself. (laughs) If we score five, I will do a dare nominated by Town Fan. Ooh, steady, man. Steady. Right, so we're we're now. That's not going to get me arrested or fined. We're actually going to have to (laughs) censor Monday's episode when everyone wants Ben to appear naked on Monday's (laughs) episode. Nothing is going to get me arrested or fined or banned. I think that is the perfect place in which to say thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for your contributions in the chat. Uh, if you are listening back afterwards, thank you for your time as well. I hope everybody enjoys the game. Let's get the season 
the lead campaign off to a flying start. Come on, you Reds. Reds. We've been Fools Rush In. Enjoy the game tomorrow. We will see you again on Monday. Good night. Yeah.